RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. It's my great pleasure to welcome back to uh, RCR, Reality Check Radio, Edward Dowd. We talked to Edward uh, three weeks or or so ago about uh, the stats. Many of you um, listened to that live in the replays, and we've had plenty of uh, feedback on that. So Edward is back with us. And two things, we're going to talk some stats in a moment, but Edward is, of course, on the island of Maui, and we all know what has happened in Maui, and we thought we'd talk to someone who's actually there to find out the, you know, the the situation, the real situation, forgetting all the conspiracy theories and hype, et cetera, that we've seen. So, Ed, welcome back to RCR. It's great to have you back, and I hope you're well. I'm well, thank you. I, yeah. So, Lahaina wildfire was a disaster. It's one of the worst uh, wildfire death tolls in the history of the U.S. Uh, in the last hundred years. And uh, I don't want to minimize it, but the mainstream media took the opportunity to, uh, you know, pump climate change, and they made it seem like all of Maui is on fire. Not true. The very next day, 80% of Maui went back to work and school and did what they do. Uh, so, you know, uh, they told tourists not to come. The economy, local economy is collapsing. People are being laid off. So, you know, I want to encourage people. Maui's open for business 80% of the island. You just can't go to the west side. So, you know, support, support, the, you know, support the local economy by coming if you're planning on coming. So do you have, or does anyone have a, a fix on the possible, well, there's the missing toll and the death toll. What's the latest on that? Yeah, so I heard early on before anybody knew anything, because look, when you live on an island, you know, it's 150,000 permanent residents. We're all separate, separated by one or two degrees, not six degrees, one or two. So we call it the coconut wire. <laughs> and uh, the fire happened on the 8th. By the 12th, I had enough. Uh, cor- corroborating uh, stories from different individuals, first responders, and and friends of first responders, that the death toll, which at the time was 36, was going to be probably north of 500. Wow. And potentially 1,000. And, and there were a lot of children, apparently, that were going to be part of that. I went out with that on Twitter. And as it, as it turns out, the governor, we, we're at an official death toll, I think, of 114. The governor came out on Face the Nation on Sunday and said that there's over a thousand people missing and many of which are children. So he admitted that, and I'll tell you why. He he got some bad info from the uh, folks in the local Maui government. He he went out and said that the tsunami uh, warning system, which also you know is used for terrorist attacks and fires and all sorts of things, um, was broken. That's what he was told. That turned out not to be true because we test these systems every the first of every month and people remember them going off, uh, you know, right before the fire because the fire was on the 8th of August. So that turned out to be a lie. And it turned out to be that the uh, official responsible for sounding alarm didn't want people to run uh, for higher ground because there was supposedly a fire on the bypass, which runs parallel to uh, what's called front street, the old, the old front street highway. And it was, you know, it's, 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 it's up, uh, up the mountain a little bit. So that's what he said. And people asked if he regretted not sounding the alarm. He said no. And then uh, he resigned the next day and claimed health reasons. So that's official one. That's official one to be thrown under the bus. Um, then people started asking about the death toll. Uh, the mayor, uh, you know, didn't get the memo that maybe he should start telling people that it's going to be a lot of children. He wouldn't even put a number on missing children. The governor saw that and the governor uh then decided he wanted to distance himself from local officials and came out with numbers on Sunday. 
So we had we had a tsunami warning alert that didn't go off. We had fire hydrants that apparently didn't work. Uh, we had a, a Department of Land and Natural Resources official who didn't release water uh, in time uh, because uh, he was squabbling with the people that owned the land and said, we need the water for the fires. Uh, he didn't think it was important, apparently. Uh, and then uh, we had electric uh, utility uh, power on. It went off in the morning, 5 a.m., but it went off. It, somehow it got back on mysteriously or whether there was there was residual power in the, in the transmission lines we don't know but uh there were hurricane uh, force winds that knocked down transmission lines sometime in the afternoon started fires in the town of lahaina reportedly a gas station blew up and then once that blew up every restaurant has propane tanks a lot of people have propane tanks and those started going off right uh, eventually the the harbor blew up those diesel tanks blew up and it became like a, just a firestorm, apparently. Uh, there was a problem trying to evacuate the people. The police uh, blocked off Front Street, the exit, so people had to exit their cars and jump into the water. Those who stayed in their cars perished. Um, I, I don't blame the cops. I think there were probably down power lines ahead, and they were trying to prevent people from driving over you know, live power lines. So I don't blame the cops. That has to be investigated, obviously. Um, so it, anything that could have gone wrong went wrong, and uh, it's uh, it's 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 an epic disaster. Epic. Yeah, that's interesting. You mentioned the propane. That would explain, <clears throat> excuse me, the look of trees kind of looking unaffected, but structures burned out because they would have had their own fuel supply. I guess with the gas, like you just explained, that, right, that kind right. of explains that. And and also, I heard reports. Uh, there were there was one individual I've heard from that, you know, uh, apparently when these when these uh, wildfires happen, this happens in the U.S. too. People leave their air conditioning on if they're not aware, or their exhaust system. So embers were flying into people's homes, and people were putting out fires that were starting on their carpets. So a lot of times, the houses burn from inside out. Uh, because uh, hot materials that are flaming get in there, and then you know what happens. So, yeah. and, and you got to remember, Front Street, uh, it's a historical Lahaina town. It was all wood. Uh, it was, it wasn't, you know, uh, modern day structures. It was, it was quaint, looked like any of these seaside, seaside towns of old. And so you had that going on. Um, so, yeah, so, but there, there needs to be an investigation. Um, you know, there's been a lot of uh, conspiracy theories about directed energy weapons. I've not heard of any evidence being found yet that might suggest that, meaning like, you know, plastic wasn't burned because of microwave something or other, and but metal burned. So I haven't heard any of that yet. So look, if, if there's any evidence of any of that, I'll be the first to talk about it. But I, I only talk about what I know. And so far, that's, that's not coming up as a, as a reason. Now, it, people talk about land grabs. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and I, I, will, I will say, um, land grabs, did they do this to grab the land? Don't know. But what I can tell you is there will be an attempt for a land grab because there have been many books written on this subject. Uh, Disaster capitalism, it's called. Naomi Klein's written a book. And basically what happens is after a disaster, the government kind of gets into bed with developers and uh, land grabs happen. So I suspect a full-on uh, assault and an attempt at a land grab. But the good news is the local islanders are banding together and they're going to try to stay resolved and not selling their land. If the state doesn't take that, take it, that is, and declare it, you know, condemned. Right. 
Um, the uh, the other freaky thing that I saw anyway were those wins. You mentioned them. So uh, is there a an explanation for the for those? Uh, I think eighty. 80 miles per hour they were gusting out which 80 seems- 90 and, and they were all over they were they were up uh up country we have uh there's a volcano on our island it's dead it hasn't blown you know it hasn't erupted in 800,000 years but there's a lot of people that live up country on the other side of the island there were hurricane type winds up there that down power lines as well so the winds were real and uh you know the hurricane was too far away to really cause those winds 500 miles so I suspect, and I read a good uh, a weather expert blog spot that made the most sense to me. There were two, two uh, pressure, you know, high pressure, low pressure jamming together that caused a wind tunnel. And other islands experienced uh, wind as well. Uh, the big island uh, experienced uh, uh, tremendous winds as well. So the winds were real. You know, people can speculate that it was weather modification. I have no evidence of that. What I do know is there were two fronts that smashed together and caused, you know, some, uh, some vortexes. Yeah, and what was bad about the what was yep. bad about these winds? There was no storm associated with them. There was no rain, so rain right. would have been helpful. Yeah, that's I guess why they look freaky. You know, they were just it was like a normal day apart from that. You know, yeah. Um, uh, it's interesting though the how people have seized on to every sort of element, every part of this to find, I don't know, dots to join. You know, it, it, it's really been a bit of a feeding frenzy there, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And, you know, so I suspect this is classic go- uh, local government ineptitude. Then they closed down access to the town so people couldn't get goods in a couple of days after. I suspect that was to keep word from getting out of the horrendous tragedy. So, you know, it was classic. We messed up. Let's cut. Co- let's try to cover it up or at least slow roll the information to prevent the locals from going ballistic. And that, there you have it. And, and so it's it's that's what I think is the most likely explanation. If more evidence comes forward, I'll I'll be I'll be happy to share it on your show. But this seems like classic ineptitude than cover up to me. Is there is there anger amongst the oh, there, yeah, local population? Tremendous anger, tremendous anger, but grief. And you got to understand, you know, there's a lot of shame and guilt. Um, uh, they 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 canceled school in the morning, and a lot. And since Lahaina town is mostly local, a lot of a lot of the families have two parents working. So there's a lot of guilt and shame, and uh, a, lot, a lot of despair. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's almost too much to bear, isn't it? When that happens. Okay, yeah. well that's that's uh, interesting to hear firsthand. And the media, yeah, you're right. They did. Um, I guess that's the clickbait mentality, right there. You make it look as as horrific and uh, as big a disaster as you can possibly project to get the viewer interest, because that certainly was a, an impression created. I think correct, and, and the other thing is there was a fire that started uh, uh, in North Kihei well after the fires in Kula, the upcountry area, and Lahaina, uh, several hours later. And uh, I have it on good authority that was likely arson. Uh, people saw people lighting fires in the fields. We have an arson problem on Maui, and we have for a long time. The, oh, ma- okay. the, the old mm-hmm. mayor actually talked about the arson problem. We had the valley go up in flames about four years ago that was uh, darkened the sun and that was arson. So we have an arson problem and it's, you know, we have agricultural land that used to be sugarcane, sugarcane factory, sold the land. They don't plant sugarcane anymore in the valley. So it's a lot of the land has been left fallow and you know, what happens to fallow land, it dries up and dies and that's uh, tinder. So, you know, so, so I, you know, I think, and, and, and people say who started the fires, I, I suspect, 
Uh, we have a meth addict problem and homeless meth camps on Maui. I think some meth addicts probably started it. Oh, dear. Yeah. Okay. Is there any anything more to add before I hit you with something? No, else? That, that, that's it. That's it. And again, if I have, if if anything conspiratorial comes up that you know sounds true and I have evidence, I'll uh, you know I'll, I'll talk about it. But you yeah. know I, I'm gonna you know I'm a data based evidence based guy, and I don't like to speculate until I have something I can tangibly touch and, and talk about. Though so you get these strange coincidences too. I guess it happens probably more than we realize. Where I noticed one of them was. The police chief, who's also the coroner, just so happened to be the police chief or the the police commander of the of the uh, crime scene of the Las Vegas shooting. You know, um, yeah, that grand so back weird. in the day, just po possibly a coincidence. But it's, there's always something weird like that. Well, you know, oddly enough, three years ago, someone pointed out to me on Maui, who's really into conspiracy theories. Our new police chief came from the Las Vegas strangeness, where there was likely a cover up. So I expect something to happen on Maui. So that you know, he, oh, he, he, okay. well, something did happen, but I don't know if that guy's behind it. But yeah. I will tell you this: it is a coincidence, and it's freaky, and it's you know, let, let's keep an eye on what he says. Okay, I want to uh, update you, and this is, goes to our last chat. New Zealand's official birth and death figures for 12 months to the end of June 2023 were released um, early this week. And uh, I just want to hit you with the stats because um, uh, you'll be able to compare them with what you know already. Deaths up 14% in the last year end of to the end of June. Natural birth increased down 28%. believe that's quite a high figure for Western countries. Disability, and this is the one that we really talked about last time when we were chatting, and this is working age, up 37.5%. What do you make of those stats freshly released? Well, let's start with uh, the disability. So in the U.S., uh, the overall disability rate for the whole population went up 9%. For the, those who are employed, it went up 36%. So that, that number uh, is clo very close to yours. And I think you said that's for working age people in New Zealand, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, people in work, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's dead spot on, similar type of issue. So I guess the question must be asked, what's going on with the working age folks and why, why are they so uh, um, battered uh, compared to everybody else? And I suspect that they had to get a job to get to, to continue work for the most part, um, mandates. Uh, I know. I know there was a, a lot of pressure in New Zealand and Australia. Um, let's talk about your your, your death rate. Fourteen percent. Uh, that's that's tragic. And isn't it interesting that whatever happened in New Zealand, whatever measures uh, the, the former prime minister took, um, she seems to have uh, exited stage left because she knew this was coming. And so if you don't believe it's the vaccine, which I'm 150% convinced it is, uh, then what was it? And why uh, are your public health officials still have their jobs? Why do many people in government still have their jobs? There needs to be investigations. Uh, the health response ended up in, in more death. And that's a disaster. I said the same thing to Australia in June. I went there. I said, you don't have to believe me that it's the vaccines, but your excess deaths were minus 2% in 2020 plus 4% in 21 and plus 16% in 2022. So again, whatever you guys did resulted in more deaths and people need to uh, be held accountable. So, you know, we all know uh, intuitively the reason why they don't want to highlight this is because it's likely the vaccine and that and and and, and or uh, contributing factors like lockdowns and uh, what have you. Um, when it comes to that disability figure, it's, it is, you know, almost within margin of error of 
I think um, the US statistic. I think you said thirty six percent. Thirty six between between the months of February of twenty one and uh, November of twenty two. We're going to update that statistic, but we we just recently added a million people to the disability rolls in June. Uh, we had an additional three point two million into September twenty two. It went sideways for a while, then went to a slight new high in May, then exploded in June. So now we have. 4.2 million disabled Americans uh, added since uh, 2021, up from 30. So, you know, look, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Wall Street guy, so we, we, we analyze rate of change. The rate of change was what we call a three standard deviation event, meaning the growth in the newly disabled happened so fast, uh, not slowly over time, that uh, it, 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 it was a signal. And a three standard deviation event happens point. 3% of the time. So it was a big, big, what we call a signal. Something changed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with our rate, obviously we've got smaller population. I think more people in New Zealand, 95% um, was the figure given, um, took the uh, <laughs> the medication. I think uh, less is a percentage of population in the US, but probably the same, I'm guessing, amount of working people proportionally did because it, it's the whole job thing. Is it freaky to have that figure so close between your country and ours is there something in that it, it could be it could be pure coincidence but it's directionally the same it's 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 the magnitude is in the same direction so it could yours could have been 40 could have been 25 it just happens to be close to ours all i'll say is this the same uh, rate of change occurred in your country obviously so something happened uh and it changed quickly and it's a disaster and it needs to be investigated at, at minimum, base minimum. You, you, you can call me a conspiracy theorist or a moron, but you guys need to investigate it. I won't call you either. Don't worry. <laughs> same, same to me too. Any Anything else that you can update us on? Um, um, you just gave us a little sort of tickle up there of, of you know, the updated stats there. Um, is there anything more that you can tell us about before we I, finish I the have chat? A, I, I have a question. Um, is your population growing? or declining? I think uh, w with, without immigration, it was plateauing. No, with, 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 with immigration, what's it, are you growing with immigration? Uh, I think we're, we're uh, treading water at this point. All right, so then- Plateauing then number, and tre treading water, yeah. Yeah, your 14% is then fairly comparable to Australia because we adjust for population growth or a degrowth. So since you're treading water, your fourteen percent is a good number. If your population was growing, it would uh, it would um, bias excess deaths to the upside. If it was declining, it would make it look better. So, since you're treading water, your number is a good number because we we're the only ones that are adjusting for population growth. Even the actuaries are measuring it wrong. They're using averages, and if you have a growing population, you, you can get some noise. But sounds like your number is dead spot on, close to uh, Australia, unfortunately. I'll get your reaction to this. It may be uh, coincidental, but it, it turns out now that all our major banks, which are Australian-owned, but the, the major banks, there aren't that many compared to, to where you, you come from, but they have all sold out of their life insurance businesses in the last two and a half years. Well, that's an interesting coincidence. I find that odd. Who'd they sell them to, do you know? I think, uh, well, I don't know the specific companies, but uh, the bigger sort of global insurance companies. Oh, and I'm sure the book of business was sold at a very steep discount, if I had to guess. I don't uh, know about that, but they're just, they're, it's it's all of them, and it's been in that time period. 
Yeah, that, I think I think you follow the money. That's what I say. Um, clearly, uh, the higher ups at these firms uh, know something that we don't know, and they're selling. And you only sell life insurance companies if you think uh, excess deaths are going up. Yeah, uh, but would um, bigger uh, um, companies take that on, or have they got an economy of scale or, or some way? Of well, they, they they would if, 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 if they would if it's priced right. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. There's always a price for everything. Yeah. Interesting. Ed Dow, thanks for joining us again and, and giving us um, that sort of kind of um, on-the-spot um, uh, overview of what's happened on Maui and um, the latest stats, and uh, hopefully we'll talk again sometime. Thanks again. Oh, thank you for having me on. Good to be here again. And uh, I love New Zealand. I love New Zealanders that I've met on Maui, and I love Australians. Hope you guys uh, turn it around down there. RCR with Paul Brennan. Reality Check Radio.